Previously on Gutter Trash. You gotta keep that shit under control. We'll get a little uh, ointment. <laughs> who was the guy who made the suicide joke? <clears throat> they have it at, at Wendy's in their kids' meal. Is it uh, the guy that wants to have uh, anal sex with you in his basement? Or? Yeah, that guy. I didn't just say that. Suddenly had like a, a fairy godmother. I'd like to see a Reed Flynn in the world's toughest moment cartoon. Uh, you hate comics. A tarot breakfast cereal. <laughs> Would, would the marshmallows be uh, the giant nipples? Oh, or? that's good. That's a good idea. Hey, even kids get cancer. To get a trash episode fourteen. My name is Eric. I'm Jason. Uh, I want to start out apologizing in advance. Uh, not only am I sort of suffering from some sort of emotional breakdown, Uh-oh. that I could just start openly weeping. Uh, well, that's not good. Yeah. So this may be the most depressing episode ever. I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. so I want to apologize in advance for, for being a bit of a downer if I, if that happens. Oh, okay. Well. Also want to apologize because I know my voice is fairly nasally anyway when I listen to the show. I'm just now getting over a cold that I caught uh, last week. Hey. So I'm probably going to be doubly congested <laughs> than uh, and more nasally sounding than I usually am. Wow. <clears throat> so you're just in all kinds of... Uh, yeah. Bad way. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I feel a little bit of a headache in there, too, somewhere. So, welcome. Welcome to the show. Uh, how have you been otherwise? Uh, I guess I thought I was mediocre, but I guess I'm actually balls to the wall awesome. <laughs> That's good. One of us should be. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, I, I, yeah. It's quite all right. Uh... Yeah. So nothing uh, you want to talk about publicly, I'm sure. Not okay. at all. Not okay. at all. <laughs> all right. uh, probably won't even talk to you about it when we're when we're off air <laughs> oh, here. Man. So uh, well, I wish you luck. Whatever yeah. it is. Well, thank you, thank you. Ah, so let's uh, try to get my mind off all this crap. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about uh, Hulk thing. Well, the best thing the to change. The best thing to get your mind off, you know, something bad is an awesome book. Yeah. Too yeah. bad we didn't review one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's harsh. Yeah. I, I'll go right on, I'll, I'm going to say it right from the start. It suffers from what I like to call Thundercat Syndrome. You remember it more fondly than uh, it actually is? Yeah. I remember, I read it when I was like 10, maybe 10 or 11. Yeah. Because it came out when I was 10. <clears throat> and, uh, I remember thinking it was awesome, and I still think the art is pretty sweet. Yeah, but it it was like a, just a really mediocre Hulk thing crossover. I think that you are being too harsh on it already. Uh-oh. Uh oh. It's not by any means you know, 
like this hidden gem that Marvel has had that you know needs to be is going to be you know it, it's like Marvel's secret Watchmen. Oh, okay. You yeah, know, it, it's not that, not at all. <laughs> but <laughs> I think from the get go, the story pretty much tells you right up front that. This is a retarded story. Yeah. The, Have fun. Yeah, the Watcher. I think he says something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember it being visually, you know, amazing, which I th- I still think the art is oh, incredible. Is, of course. But I remember it being like just this otherworldly, uh, like, adventure that was just so crazy and I loved it so much when I was little. Well, this is a crazy otherworldly adventure. Yeah. But, it, but it's like. <laughs> But it's like a really boring other world adventure. I wouldn't say it's boring at all. It's 64 pages. Yeah. It's uh, like the size of an annual. <laughs> you remember those when they used to oh, make yeah. those? Yeah. Well, they still do, but not on an annual basis. Right. Because <laughs> that would be confusing for of course, yeah, anyone. Yeah. And uh, I don't think uh, the annuals actually have any kind of uh, uh, story that matters in it anymore. I mean... I'm flipping through it right now, and yeah. the art is really good. Like, there's a, a couple of just sweet scenes where, like, the lettering is insane. Yeah. And then, like, the backgrounds are these awesome paintings. and Yeah. Um, I guess we should probably mention who this book is by. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, written by Jim Starlin, and uh, the art is by Bernie Wrightson. And he did everything on it. I know, I was looking to see who colored it. I guess he did, too. Yeah. He did the coloring. He did coloring. Pencils, inks, colors, all that, except for the lettering. But I have a feeling that he did, like, maybe sound effects, even. Yeah, like the like the smash here. Yeah, I found a thud that uh, it's on the next page from where you were at there. <laughs> I mean, I will say I enjoyed it. Like, it was kind of fun. But it was just really disappointing because... I remember it being awesome. Like, I loved this when I was younger. I guess uh, then my opinion from it comes from a different place. Because uh, I actually read this for the first time probably about five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't have this uh, childhood attachment to it. Right. So, so we're both rereading it, but like you're rereading it from like a... 20 something perspective. Right. I'm rereading it from a toddler perspective. Basically, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I'm not too far off from, uh, you know, where I am now, you know, uh, uh, maturation wise, you know. Ooh, that's the first time I've ever heard a human use that word. <laughs> I probably used it incorrectly, oh. so, you know. Uh, don't, uh, don't well, be slapping me on the back for that yet. Well, that's the cool thing about using big words in front of dullards like me. <laughs> it always sounds like it's used right. We're always like, wow! Well, He when, said macaroni. And when dullards like me actually use those big <laughs> words, it makes me feel better. <laughs> well, then everybody's happy. Feels like a big man. Oh, well, I will say, one of my favorite parts, I was going to mention this, the guy that drives them around when they first get on the alien planet. Yeah. He has a giant vagina for a mouth. I gotta double check that. Uh, wow, yes he does. It's a giant, grotesque, slimy vagina. I mean, it's not even like, hey, that sort of looks like a vagina. It's like, it is a vagina. They drew a vagina yeah. on this guy's face. Way to go, Bernie Wrightson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
see, I... Like I said, I, I don't think this is by any means uh, high art. Mm-hmm. This isn't going to go down as, you know, the must-buy graphic novel of all time. Uh, but I think it's just a really fun, stupid story. And it's so bizarre. Uh, not only just in its, its uh, presentation, but by the fact that it's uh, Bernie fucking writes it. Yeah. I mean, this is the guy who's most, you know, associated with, you know, EC horror comics, you know, his super fucking detailed Frankenstein, yeah. you know, adaptation. And this is after that, too, so it's not, yeah. like, it's not like he was, you know, just taking whatever... Right, right. He was Bernie Wrightson by yeah. this time, yeah. Uh, and then you got Jim Starlin, who is not... I don't, I don't particularly enjoy his work for the most part. Right. But, I mean, he's got this reputation as being, like, you know, the big Cosmos guy. Yeah, you know, Death uh, of Captain Marvel and... Yeah, I mean, when you you associate Jim Starlin with, like, the comic book equivalent of, like, you know, Star Wars versus Star Trek versus Babylon 5 versus <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. You know... And this is just, I think he smoked a lot of pot or something, and, uh... Maybe they were just blowing off steam. Could be. The two of them, like, they were, like, he was like, I'm known for all this serious cosmic, you know, hoopla, and Barry yeah. Epson's like, I'm known for all this dark horror, let's just do a dumb, funny superhero crossover. See, now that, uh, you mentioned that, I'm, I'm starting to think Captain Stern, though. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, that was Bernie Bernie Wrightson. Wrightson. Yeah. yeah, that was also really... It was like his spirit, sort of. Uh, like an outer space spirit. Kind of, but I mean, it was like really goofy, stupid, and I mean, the character himself was even stupid. Yeah, I'd forget all about that book. Yeah. Or Kitchen Sink did those. Or, yeah. That was a good book. Plus, it was uh, a segment in Heavy Metal. Was it? Yeah. The movie? Yeah. Oh, that's right, it was, wasn't it? Yep. Wow. That's where I actually first saw and heard of it. Hmm. Hmm. So, I mean, I guess Wrightson does have a bit of the, the goofy in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounded really weird. <laughs> uh, by no means do I think he's being raped by Goofy. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's wrong. It's very wrong. I will say, I'm, it, it is more creative than, like, like, towards the end here, they meet this giant... Uh, version of like a monster that he he's a he's been watching a uh, well, I thought that was really funny he's been watching news reports of uh, of Earth battles and he he calls them uh, what does he call them like Earth horror shows you know the news uh, Earth television yeah. he, and like basically he's, he thinks the six o'clock news is like a horror movie and he loves it yeah and uh and his name's Banger McCrusher yeah. and he looks like a giant a version of Hulk and Thing mixed together. Yeah. And if he was around today, he'd be called Falk. Only if written by uh, Jeff Lowe. Yeah. So at least they give give him a, a much cooler name, Banger McCrusher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the story is... Uh, it's definitely geared towards kids, I think. Yeah, I'd say 12-year-old, 13-year-old. Yeah. Which is too bad that kids don't read comics anymore. Yeah. And they did back in the mid-80s. Yeah, when this was, yeah, actually published. Yeah, this is, it was originally published in, what, 1987? 86 or 87? 87, first yeah. printed. So, I oh, mean, yeah. that's 22 years old by now. 
Wow, yeah. Uh, so, <coughs> yeah, uh, things that were written back then just generally don't age that well. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, even the greats of that period of time, you know, they haven't uh, put on a... Uh, like Alpha Flight. Yeah, well, I was thinking more like you, yeah, Dark Knight Returns, and <laughs> Watchmen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those books suck. Oh, they kind of do. Oh, are you kidding? No. Dark Knight Returns? Yeah, kind of as a piece of crap. <laughs> we should review that for some show. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't really feel like rereading it ever again, though. It's been, it's been like ten years since I've read it. Uh, it's probably going to have the same thing that uh, this did. Yeah. It's just not going to hold up. I bet, I bet I'd still like it, because I've read that like two or three times over the years. But There are good parts to it, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm not a fan of it as much as I used to be. I can still appreciate it, mm-hmm. and like you know, what it is if I think about the period of time that it came out in, but yeah, just... Uh, yeah, it hasn't held up very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of stuff from the 80s don't hold up very well anymore. Uh, Duran Duran does. I was talking more comics. <laughs> yeah. You know, all music from the 80s still holds up. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's a, that's a bold yet accurate statement. Yes, yes. Um... Wow, is, is this is this it? Is have we bought our lot on the? Uh, let me see. Um, I do think it's really creative and it's really fun. It's it's a yeah, it's fun story for sure. If you're just looking for something, you know, there are definitely worse comics to read out there. There's, yeah, I mean, yeah, new superhero comic crossovers are generally nowhere near as fun as this. No, yeah. but they're but they're a lot more heady or like you know in depth story, but. Also, everything has to change the status quo as we know it forever. <laughs> and this yeah. is just sort of, you know, it's the thing and the Hulk, they get transported to a distant planet, and they have an adventure, and there's no consequences, it's just lighthearted. Yeah. And I think that's something that we're never going to see again in modern comics. I think it just really needed a, a good, like, two or three page thing Hulk battle. There wasn't one of those. It does, yeah, it definitely needs that, because, yeah, they are such rivals yeah. that, you know, yeah, you really... I mean, there's even, like, at the very beginning, they, they seems like they're going to fight. But they don't. But they don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just kind of... The, and then at the end, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> Hulk eating a giant cheeseburger. I don't know. That's pretty funny. I like superheroes and cheeseburgers, though. That's my favorite Action Comics covers, the one where Superman's eating, like, this giant mound of cheeseburgers. That's right. You pointed that out to me. Yeah, I, I love that cover. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you started reading this, did you go into it knowing that it's going to be a comedy? Yeah, yeah. I remember okay. I remember it being kind of goofy. Okay, alright. I just, I just thought it was, you know, a lot... A lot cooler, I guess. I, I, I don't know. Just, I mean, just from, just from, you know, just from what I remember. I mean, it's like the, you know, the star, old Star Wars thing where everybody was disappointed with Episode One. You know, right. <clears throat> um, who's that rock and roll guy? Hey, Graves the Third. Oh, that's really. Yeah. Wow. Huh. I didn't recognize. Him. Yeah. 
You were throwing up the shocker there, it looked like. I was tired. Uh, like I am now. I'm going to have to edit this out, because this is retarded. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, okay, it was good. I'll give you that. But it was disappointing for me. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll give you that. Uh, yeah, I don't know, it was... There are parts I really enjoyed about it. Uh, like, I liked the fact that they, you know, every person on that planet, like, you know, was afraid of them when they saw them. Right. But then they put on these crappy fucking disguises, <laughs> and they're just fitting in perfectly fine. They look like Star Wars monsters then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because, what, uh, Thing puts on a robe, <laughs> and, like, that's it. Everyone's fine with him. Hulk, uh... Attacks this squid-like alien and puts it on his head. Yeah, so it looks like a. He thinks it's a hat. Yeah, yeah. and they call him the Hat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's I don't know if uh, you noticed this or not, but uh, like all the names of like some of the aliens are sort of uh, puns. Oh, huh. Uh, that's that's weird. I'm a big pun fan. I know you are. It's subtle because they're spelled weird. Oh, okay. Uh, but like. Uh, Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, the one character uh, that they're that the Hulk and Thing are going to retrieve. Uh, his name is Malady. Malady. Oh, Malady. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one was Stampin. Oh, Stampin Mallet. Stampin Mallet. Stamp and Mallet. Wow, man. That's genius. How did I not pick up on that? File it and lose it. Make a copy. Is it? Yeah. Make a copy? M-A-I-K-A-K-O-P-I. Make a copy. How about Maltriculon, is it? Uh, that I don't know about. Hmm. That, there's a character named McBurns, and I kind of wonder if it's uh, uh, a John Burns slam. Because, you know, everyone hates John Burns. Oh, yeah. Even uh, back in 1987. <laughs> yeah, there's a seething hatred that's been boiling for more than 20 years for that man. <laughs> in the comics world, at least. There's a complete lack of, you know, knowledge of his existence in the other realms of the world. But. Yeah. All right, so since we apparently have nothing to actually talk about this comic, <laughs> uh, I do want to bring up the, the format of it, though. Uh-huh. The Marvel graphic novel. How fucking awesome it were is, those back it, in the day? Those are cool. And I know they, they probably all suffer the same sort of Thundercats problem that you mentioned. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, where the fuck are the graphic novels from Marvel nowadays? There are none. Because everything has to be a six-issue story arc that goes nowhere. Uh, like, I just bought... The first two trades of Captain America. It's like the first 11 issues or so of that book. Uh-huh. And, like, you know, the first trade ends and it doesn't end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, DC did one with the Joker this year. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's, like, a testing ground. Well, DC, ever since... Well, I guess... Excuse me, I'm going to burp. <laughs> 
Ooh. We burped in unison. That was uh, <coughs> pretty gay. <Yeah. laughs> this means we're burp brothers now. Oh, wow. Uh, back when Marvel was doing the Marvel graphic novels line, DC put out their own like competitive line. Uh-huh. Uh, however, Marvel put out like 50 books, DC put out like seven. Yeah. But then ever since Marvel folded theirs, DC has been releasing graphic novels on a steady clip, I'd say. Really? Uh, at least once a year. Like superhero ones? Yeah. yeah. Well, the Joker one that came out uh, this year. Uh-huh. Mighty Love, which we reviewed. Oh, that's uh, right. Uh, there's that uh, Superman Infinite City. Uh, I mean, usually most of them are uh, Superman or Batman oh, yeah. related. The Superman was uh, uh, It's a Bird, was that? That was... Well, that was a Vertigo book, but still, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, it's a graphic novel, and it's from DC, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Vertigo or DC, I mean, they always have a good track record of releasing a graphic novel at least once a year, if not more. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, and unlike Marvel, you know, uh, usually they're pretty good. Uh, but I mean, usually when DC does one from the superhero angle, it's usually a Superman or Batman book. Right. Occasionally you can get, like, uh, they released, uh... I forget when, but uh, Green Lantern Will World. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Seth Fisher. Fisher, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, that was really good. Uh, but, you know, I mean, obviously not a Superman or Batman thing. Right. And not a very straightforward superhero story. Kind of bizarre. Yeah, it was pretty bizarre. I love it. I should yeah. pick it for uh, uh, a I've, I've never read it. Uh, I'm definitely picking it in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, I mean, Marvel, you know, they they came out with these Marvel graphic novels, and, uh, you know, some of them are fantastic, like, uh... There's a Daredevil. Uh, Daredevil by Frank Miller and, uh, Bill Sienkiewicz. Yeah, I remember uh, that. Love and War. It was about, like, the Kingpin, yeah. basically. Yep. That one is super awesome. Yeah. Uh, X-Men, God, uh, Man Loves God. Oh, yeah. God Loves Man Kills. Uh-huh. I think so. God, man, God, and man, God, love and man, kill. love and kill. It's all in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's what wasn't isn't that what they based the second movie on loosely? Pretty loosely, yeah. but yeah, I mean uh, a lot of the stuff from that is in there. Uh, Wolfpack. I think that was another Marvel graphic novel. Wolfpack. Yeah, Wolfpack. I've never heard of it. It was a uh, like a team. Like a superhero gang kind of team. I don't know. I can't remember it very well. I think it was Marv Wolfman? No, no, Marv Wolfman didn't do that. Who did that? Because that'd be funny. The, oh, Wolfpack. Wolfpack, Wolfman. And Greg Pack helped him write it. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I can't remember who did that. They have uh, a list in the front of this. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. And I don't see Wolfpack anywhere in here. You lie. <sighs> You're a fucking liar. Maybe it was called Dazzler the Movie and <laughs> starring the Wolfpack. That was another awesome one. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Actually, uh, I've never read it, so. Uh, Marauder the She-Wolf? I've never read any of these other ones. Not even oh, that. I read the Gru, the Death of Gru. Death of Gru. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's very few of these I've actually read, but still, I mean, just as a concept, uh... uh I really wish Marvel would put out graphic novels now. Yeah. You know, get, I don't know, 
whoever uh, a good writer is that uh, isn't exclusive for DC uh, you know, to put out you know like a 96 page novel you know, mm-hmm. graphic yeah. novel I should say uh, get your uh, Ed Brubaker or your yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know yeah yeah, Edward Baker. Yeah. That's the only Do good it. writer for Marvel. <laughs> Peter Milligan sometimes. No. Jeff Loeb. Jeff, yeah, Jeff Loeb. I didn't read anything that guy does. I'm only going to say nice things about him for the rest of my life. And, like, <laughs> I mean, it'll, it'll all be lies, but I'm just going to say them anyway, just to balance out all the negative things I've said about him. Did, did he threaten you this past <laughs> week or something? I, I got a letter from uh, his attorney. A cease and desist. Well then, uh, I'm gonna have to go double time on the uh, on the negativity oh, with right. it to, to make up for your pussy and that. <laughs> All right. <coughs> <coughs> oh, excuse me. Mm. So I, I wish I could think of something else to say about this book. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty. There's a lot of interesting creatures in it. Yeah, Bernie Rexon draws. Monsters and creatures. I mean, that is an obvious statement. Yeah, yeah. but it seems like he's done it before. <laughs> no, I I love his. He's got some really dynamic shots. There, like, there's a second page. There's a big drawing of the the thing, and it's this crazy angle from behind him. Yeah, and it's like almost three D. Yeah, I mean, it, it it looks really. It has a really good depth of field with his legs and arms and everything. And in the cover, they've got that. Same thing where they're like reaching out reaching towards out him. from it, yeah, and uh, breaking the logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he was probably really high, you know. <laughs> I'm sure. We can't say that at oh. all. I know he was. I mean, he's Bernie Ransom. Come on. <laughs> Had to smoke a ton of ganja. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. What's uh, my theory? Doesn't you know, weed usually just sort of uh, you know? Prohibit, uh, you know, uh, I th- production. I think it brings out. <laughs> I think it brings out the inner personality in anybody. Like a lot of artists, seem like they they thrive on it. Like that really kind of gets them going. And a lot of dudes that play video games just play video games even more. Yeah. So I think it just whatever you sort of are, your personality is like. It just kind of yeah. you just kind of go with it. How many comics did you make when you were smoking? <laughs> uh, I drew a lot, but. I didn't actually make any comics. Yeah. How many comics have you made since you quit? Uh, like five or six. See? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. But I did draw a lot. Yeah. I, w- I would, like, turn off the phone and not answer the door and just draw for, like, my entire day off. Yeah, I saw that page of dog heads. <laughs> <laughs> I was not high when I drew the dog heads. <laughs> oh, man. Weed. <laughs> I kind of miss it. It's been too long. Uh, yeah, I only smoked it once and it really didn't have any effect on me, so. It just didn't seem to serve any purpose. Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't, th- I think I'm done. I think I'm done smoking weed. Well, it's, been, it's been, you know, like a year or two. Yeah. I think I'm done. <sighs> I think this podcast is done. <laughs> this podcast needs to get high. <laughs> Probably. So, uh, so you want to talk about other stuff? No. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, you got time to fill. <laughs> I, I read, I read a, a book I did really enjoy this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> I, I read uh, Chuck Palahniuk's rant. 
Yeah, yeah. I uh, I own it. Have not read it yet. That was it. Um. Well, I've only read three of his books. Yeah. But this is definitely my favorite one. Wow. Which uh, other ones have you read? Uh, Choke and Survivor. Okay. Well, both of those are excellent, excellent books. Yeah. So wow, I, I should. Uh, yeah. Eventually, find time to try to read that well, and I, fail miserably <laughs> at it. I I didn't. I mean, I I'd read his you know a couple of his books and I was like, yeah, he's a good writer, but you know, like I don't think I'm going to read any more of his books. I enjoyed them, but you know, I was just like, oh, I'll read somebody else. And but this guy came to my work and he's like, hey, have you read this? And which is really strange because that's exactly how I read Choke too. Somebody came to my work and he's like, hey, have you read this? And I was like, no, no, I've read Survivor, but yeah, but, you know, I've never read any of his other books. And he goes, oh, here, I'm leaving it. Take as long as you want, just read it. And I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, I read Choke. It's crazy, because that's actually the first time uh, I tried Sodomy. Just some guy <laughs> came in and said, hey, have you tried this? <laughs> we the... No, I don't want to. No, okay. I don't want to. Anyway. But uh, that's exactly how this happened, too. This guy was in my work, and uh, he had a William Burroughs book, and I was like, oh, man, I tried to read... He was reading Naked Lunch, and I was like, man, oh, I... Wow. I was like, I've tried to read that, and it's just like a mind fuck. And I was like, uh, Junkie was really good. I read that one. You know, that's another Burroughs book that was awesome. And uh, and he goes, Oh, really? You you read Burroughs? Hey, have you ever read this? And he pulled out Rant, and it's this like nasty, beat up copy. It looked like it'd been soaking in water and out of his backpack. Wow. And uh, <laughs> it's only like a year old too. <laughs> and uh, and I was like, No, no, I haven't. And he goes, Oh, take it home and read it. So two two random people who, like, I know their first names, but only from, you know, their friends going like, you know, hey, Sean, do you have this magic card? And, like, they're, <laughs> they're nobody that, you know, I've ever been, like, friends with or hung out with, but right. it's like this, there's this secret society of Chuck Palahniuk fans that want me to read his books. Right. Hey, that or they're just, you know. Well, I do think it's pretty narrow-minded of you to decide not to read any of his books just because you've read and enjoyed three of them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's like I'm never gonna watch another uh, yeah. uh, Guillermo del Toro movie because all of his have been awesome. <laughs> Do I, I can't think Fuck of a, that guy. I, I can't think of a better criteria to avoid an artist. <laughs> no, maybe it was I was afraid that I would <coughs> run upon a stinker, and you know, and that uh. way. No, I think it was just there's just so many writers I've never read that I'm like, okay, now now I'll read. You know, like I've never read any Mark Twain, but oh, I've read Huckleberry Finn when I was little, but. Um, that shouldn't preclude you from just stopping to you know, from reading someone else. <laughs> well, I, would, I wouldn't. You, stop. you can do both. I meant. I meant. Okay, <laughs> let me let me rearrange my words. I, I meant like I didn't plan on reading any of his books anytime soon. Like, okay. maybe years later, but you know, I mean, I've got this stack of books that every time I go to the used bookstore, I buy a couple of books, and I'm like, oh, I'll read this sometime. And now I've got like 15 books that you know I haven't read, so I'm like, oh, I'll try some writer that. You know, like I've been I've been on this H.G. Wells kick in the last year or so, and I really like uh, the stuff I've read by him. Yeah. But yeah, I can't I can't recommend Rant highly enough. It, it's cool because it's written like an oral history, right? And uh, I'd never read anything like that. I'm sure there's thousands of books like that, but the I've only read. other one I know of is World War Z, uh-huh. <laughs> which I haven't read either. But, Isn't uh, it? Like the one that has Henry Rollins doing a voice or something in the, the audio book. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've heard about that. Um, but yeah, highly recommend Rant. I will uh, try to fit that into my schedule at some point. Then. Mm. And he's got a new book out too called Snuff. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it's about uh, 
three guys who are participating in uh, a world-breaking gangbang. And uh, I think one of them decides that they're going to kill the, the porn actress that they're supposed to be fucking. Oh, jeez. At some point. In, yeah. I heard Pixar pick that up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's kind of dark, but... His, yeah, his books are all kind of dark, but really, really funny. Yeah. Uh, Haunted is really good. I really enjoy that. I think I'm the only person who apparently seems to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was uh, uh, it was his attempt, I think, at like making like a pure horror movie or mm-hmm. horror novel. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like short stories though, but they all tie in together. Uh, and yeah, they're all equal parts just vile and disturbing and hilarious and as funny. fuck. Yeah, he's and he's funny. He he reminds me a lot and like. I feel dumb even saying this because I read it. I read it on the, <coughs> on the back of the book in one of the quotes. But I swear it was after. I mean, I thought this before I'd read that. He he reminds me so much of Kurt Vonnegut. Like his books have the same kind of like just witty, uh, subversive, but like hilarious kind of yeah. weird weird takes on our world. Like it's like they both like set things in our reality and even put like. You know, real celebrities, they mention them or, or right. things, but then they just like skewer something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the best way to do any type of fiction, really, is, you know, set it as, as realistically as possible and then, you know, just that one thing. Right. You know, you do that for the contrast and uh, it really makes something. Maybe that's why you didn't like a uh, Hulk thing, because. Because uh, they it changed was, two things about reality. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of one. Well, no, it's because it doesn't take place in any kind of reality. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm secretly super boring in my interests because I do like really uh like you know, I like autobiographical comics and I like you know, <laughs> I like a lot of like simple stuff, you know, as far as creative wise. Like I don't I don't like it to be too crazy like swords and sorceries and But you love Grant Morrison. Yeah, I do love Grant Morrison. Well that was back when I smoked a lot of weed though, when I started reading this yeah. stuff. No, it was before I smoked weed. I don't know. You're right. He's he's a uh, just a damn good writer. Uh, I know what you're saying. Uh, I don't particularly care for science fiction all that much. You right. know, uh, like, I don't give a shit about Star Wars, Star Trek, anything like that. There's one science fiction TV show that I love, though, and it's uh, Farscape. Mm-hmm. And pretty much I can point the sole reason for me loving that so much is because the main character of it is a normal guy. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like all these other sci-fi shows, it's like alien worlds. Yeah, they're all sons crazy of crazy spaceships and sons of kings and like right, yeah. arch- archetypes and all yeah. that. And like this guy, he's an astronaut and he's a pretty smart guy, but otherwise he's just sort of a you know an everyday beer guzzling Joe mm-hmm. who gets thrown into you know crazy world. Right. It's, but we see everything from his perspective and his point of view, and that makes it relatable. Yeah. And I think that's something that you need in every type of fiction. You need something I agree. relatable. I mean, you know, it's nice to, like, have some sort of escapism, but, you know, the best art is something that is creative, but it also gives you, you know, something to chew on in your real life, like something you can relate to and, like, you know, maybe take with you yeah. and learn something from it. I mean, not everything, obviously. Like, sometimes, you know, you just want to watch Jackass the movie. Right. But, but, <laughs> but I think the best art is is like that where it's... 
you know, you can sort of relate to it, and it's not just pure escapism fantasy where when you're done, you're like, oh, fuck, I have to go back to, to my world. Right. Like, you know, you're, you're like, oh, cool, I can take that with me back in my world and battle one more day, you know, <laughs> or whatever. Uh, it's pretty pretentious sounding, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. That's the way I, that's the way I look at it, though. Uh, that's fine. I get the pretentious streak. I can't help it. Yeah. I mean, I like Stanley Kubrick and all that shit, but I still like Jackass and... Uh, Slayer, you know, I don't know, I can't help it. There's nothing wrong with Slayer. I, I, I can't say anything about Jackass. <laughs> that, uh, that's one of my guilty pleasures. I still haven't seen the second movie yet. I mean, I'm not that super fan guy or anything. I've, uh, I've never seen any of the movies. I've uh, caught like ten minutes of Jackass on TV. and it, It's one of those things where if I'm flipping through channels and it's on... Like, all of a sudden, like, I just, I can't move that clicker forward anymore. All right. And, like, while it's on, it's on. And. <laughs> it's, it's, you, you're, like, doing the, the media, uh, version of, like, rubbernecking. You just can't, you can't yeah, take your eyes yeah, off. Yeah, I cannot take my eyes off it. And then, like, you know, once it goes to commercial break, then I can yeah. keep clicking the channels. <laughs> but, you know, when, when I'm watching, you know, someone try to, you know. Use those uh, cardiac you know, pedal things on their balls. You know, you gotta watch. You're like, I, uh, I kind of want to see how this turns out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure I know the outcome. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, like you know, they won't put it on TV if it's, you know, if it comes out really bad, like if he yeah, dies, yeah, yeah, or or on the other end of the spectrum, if it's just you know, like if nothing really happens, so you know, and you know, it's gonna be worth watching. Right, right. And and you're, you're hoping that. You won't feel bad. Like it won't be like this guy's death scene, and they've aired it <laughs> as like the season finale. Like uh, uh, I can't. Uh, Johnny Knoxville gets his head blown off, and they, they they put it on as like the last episode. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Uh, I think that was the wrong. Uh, I just bless uh, anyone. That's fine. Bless you, Jeff Loeb. No. Bless you for your sweet, sweet writing. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't just talk about Jeff Loeb at all anymore. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Until I pick Challenges of the Unknown <laughs> for our comic. He wrote that? Uh, like from the, the early 90s. Okay. Yeah. Which was really good. Okay. Yeah. We've we've had this discussion before. The, the whole th- the reason why I'm, I'm so down on Jeff Loeb is because the guy's got good stuff in him. Yeah. And he's not accessing it. That's that's where my problem was. Yeah, yeah. I got you. <sighs> I think we've exhausted this as far as we can go. With yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a piss poor episode! <laughs> hey, it's bound to happen every at least every other time, if not yeah, double that. That's true. All right, let's take a break. Yeah, we're like forty minutes. That's it's good enough. Yeah, that's an episode. All right, we'll be back. I'm gonna grab another beer.
So, uh, it's still your turn to pick something. Yay! It's a movie. I picked a movie that I've never heard of, and after I picked it, I asked a couple people if they ever heard of it, and they hadn't. So, I know nothing about this movie. But it looks cool. All right. I was at the library looking for a good movie. I almost, almost picked up Gangs of New York because I've never seen it. But yeah. it's like it's like three hours long. Yeah. I don't know if you'd want to do it. I'm down for it. Martin Scorsese. Yeah. Yeah, I dig Martin Scorsese. Well, instead, I got a horror movie. All right. I think it's, it's either Japanese or Korean. I already saw the title there. The host. The host. Yeah. Which is on my Netflix queue. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. And. Yes, I am excited to see that. Cool. It's Korean, by the way. It is Korean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell by the names on the back. It seemed Korean or Japanese. But yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Looks cool. We'll right. see what happens. All right. Yeah, I'm excited. See? Yeah, you should... You don't have to go to the library for these things. That's what Netflix is for. <sighs> yeah. My Netflix queue is in service of gutter trash. I didn't know if they'd have it. I don't know. Oh, I they have most of everything. You know, I didn't know what I was looking for, though. Like, I wouldn't even have picked that, because I'd never heard of it. Right. I, just, I just happened to see it there. I would have picked, like, I don't know, Runaway Bride 2 or something. Because I've always wanted to see that. Yeah. Maybe I would have used one of my vetoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if there is a Runaway Bride 2. I don't think there is. But uh, we do have vetoes. That's right. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we do. How many? Just uh, one per year? Uh... Yeah, I was thinking about that. Uh-huh. We should have more than one, but really? like, you know, let's not go crazy or anything. Like 16? No, yeah. No. Like, let's say uh, we get to veto two comics and two movies. Or three total. Like, you can use, you know, like, if you say you've already vetoed the two movies that you don't want to see, uh-huh. and then, you know, I, I pick some movie that you just don't want to see, you can use both of your comic vetoes to veto oh, that one movie. Wow. I like this game. It's getting excited. Okay. All right. Sure. Well, we should write down rules. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Sounds good. Well, so far, we, we both have, uh, well, hey, it's a new year on top of it, so. Oh, yeah. We're fresh. Yeah, we're fresh. fresh. Yeah, so. Two and two. So, I, I usually await you uh, choosing uh Cannibal the Musical. Yeah. I was thinking about it, too. I know you were. Because keep begging you not to. I, I know I know there's... I know you would enjoy it. Like, I know it's a musical and you don't want to watch musicals, and I can, I can respect that, but there's a couple... I've seen some good musicals. I like more than one. Like, two or three. Well, that's fine. But uh, I'm not going to watch any of them. And I'm especially not going to watch Cannibal the Musical. I'll have to find out the other movies you don't want to see, and I'll, I'll pick, like, three of those in a row, and then... <laughs> watch you veto them or even more fun watch you squirm through them because you don't want to have to watch Cannibal Music (laughs) that'd be just as cool ah you're a bastard oh I won't pick any musicals I appreciate that my next pick is gonna be Sweeney Todd did you see that? No. Okay, that was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was one of the good musicals. I, I actually enjoyed West Side Story, and I'm heterosexual. That's weird. And what was the other one? Uh, I don't think you can really call Dirty Dancing a musical. No. But there's a lot of, you know, a lot of dancing in music mm-hmm. scenes. Yeah. Uh, I saw that, I think, when I was like six. Yeah. Yeah. I, was like, I still like that. I've seen it a couple years ago, and it's still good. Uh, South Park, the movie. That's funny. Uh, what else? Uh, the, uh, 
Well, all those movies those guys do are musicals, I guess, because the, the puppet movie, Team America. I never saw that either. Yeah, it's a musical, too. Yeah, well, I won't see that now. <laughs> uh, there seems like there was one other like classic musical, you know, like West Side Story. Oh, Grease. Grease is good. I will never see Grease. <laughs> I'd uh, rather shoot myself in the balls with a shotgun. <laughs> Port blank. Just fucking obliterate my crotch. <laughs> Duly noted. Because that's what Greece would do anyway. I might as well just uh, cut out the middle man. Oh, man. <laughs> Save your Netflix for something yeah. else. Speaking of uh, shotgun blasts to the <laughs> self-inflicted, I uh, I did see another movie the other day. Uh, it's called Dream Deceiver. Have you seen this? No. It's a. Uh, I don't think it was ever released publicly because I, I saw like a bootleg copy my roommate has, and uh, it's the documentary this guy made in the eighties when or. Like late '80s, whenever when Judas Priest was on trial for, uh, yeah, it was really interesting and uh, kind of depressing, kind of infuriating because the moms of these of these lunkheads uh, just kind of instead of admitting that you know there's other problems in these kids' right, life, right. they just you know turned on the music and they actually tried to sue Glenn Tipton and right, right. Rob Halford and all these guys, yeah. and uh, it was it was pretty good. I mean. It was interesting because the kid, I mean, they interview him a lot in the movie. Yeah. And he, I mean, he looks exactly like Arse Face from Preacher. Wow. I mean, it looks like they looked at him when they drew it and, like, didn't exaggerate anything. Wow. And, uh, and it was pretty heavy. Wow, but, that'd be hard to watch, yeah. 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 But, I mean, you kind of leave, I mean, the kid, you're kind of mad at him for not, you know, like, at that point, you know, telling his mom, like, look, you know, right. I could. It's not. It's not just the music, right? Right, right. Because right. uh, he's clearly still a Judas Priest fan. I mean, like during the movie, there's a couple of clips where he's like singing along, or like, you know, that they point out they're like, "Oh, we think this is a bad lyric from this song that may have inspired the kids." And he's like, "No, that's not from that song. It's from this other song. It starts out like this," and and like you can tell he's still a Judas still Priest fan. Right, right. So, and then Rob Halford comes off as not only an intelligent guy, but a super intelligent guy. Right. Like, I was really surprised. I, I didn't think he was a moron, but I, I sort of had the, you know, opinion, like, okay, you know, he's a singer for some kind of schlocky rock band, band yeah, and right, right. he's probably, you know, he probably knows how to right. tie the his shoes. The guy who wrote to you, uh, Breaking the Law, <clears throat> yeah. Living After Midnight. Yeah, he's probably not a Rhodes Scholar. <laughs> right. But he, he's, he comes off pretty articulate. and, yeah. and Maybe like, it's the accent. It could, it could be exactly. <laughs> British people do seem like two, you know, 200, 200 times smarter than mm-hmm. they probably are. But what, was he uh, wearing a penis holster during this entire time? Like uh, no. he normally would. Well, no, the, the best uh, leather studded. <laughs> the best part was the the most funny part of the movie was uh, when he's in the courtroom and the the judges the judges having them listen to a Judas Priest song where there's back masking, like you know, backwards right, recorded right, right. track. And for some reason, they have actually Rob Halford with a boombox pushing play. Like, instead of having a bailiff or somebody, they actually, you know, Rob Halford is doing it. And uh, and there's this part where it goes like, and, uh, you know, you're supposed to, and he's like, what what the girl is saying, or what I'm saying there is, I would like a peppermint, she got me a peppermint. And, and you listen to it again, and it's like, I would like a peppermint, she got me a peppermint. And it's in the background of the song. And everybody's just kind of like... <coughs> he asked for a peppermint. Wow. It was pretty funny. 
And, and of course, the case got thrown out because, you know, it's right. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing that pisses me off about all this. No one is willing to blame the parents at all for any part of, like, what did any of these things happen? Oh, right. You know, like, any school shooting. You know, God forbid that, you know, the parents ever paid attention to their kid. Right. And, you know, maybe figured out that, hell, they may even be a part of the problem. Right. No, let's go blame uh, Cocky McRockstar over there. Oh, yeah, he obviously. Yeah. He is directly influencing my child into murder. (laughs) Yeah, painkiller made me want to, you know, just take the life of everyone I knew. But, yeah, this kid's, his dad was a... In excess makes me want to uh, (laughs) auto-erotic. It didn't make me curious, but... (laughs) No, but uh, the kid's dad was a... A gambling addicted alcoholic and his mom was like some Bible banger crazy Jesus freak. Well, that combination couldn't possibly bring any problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure he had a great childhood. You know, I'm sure there was never any arguments. Or, yeah, yeah. Why would that kid even seek out heavy metal as a possible form of uh, you know release? I don't know. <laughs> It's a, I mean, he probably, if it wasn't for Priest, he would probably have killed himself years before that. Yeah. I mean, you know, if he wouldn't have had something to bang his head to and stomp around the, the trailer yeah. or wherever. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it was, it was pretty cool. That sounds sounds pretty good. Sound, it does sound pretty fucking hard to watch at yeah, times, I would imagine. it was depressing, and when you're done, you're like, I want to kill those fucking parents. You're like, you're, like, angry. Because yeah. it, it's like, okay, my son just tried to off himself. It would be like a reality check where, like, wow, we really need to, you know... Step back. Yeah. And look at what happened. And, and right. step it up as people and parents. Instead, they, like, sue his heroes. Right, yeah. And it's like, ah! <laughs> my brain hurts. <laughs> What's wrong with this world? Uh, where, where in the world... Did they get that the whole thing was from the backward masking? How did they come to yeah. that conclusion? Right. That that specifically is what caused him to do that? Well they, well, they said that there was a one of the Jewish priest songs, like, they thought they heard the word, do it, do it. Yeah. And, uh, and he said, like, in their drug-crazed, alcohol-fueled, you know, anger, paranoia, you know, they were listening to Jewish priests and they went ahead and killed themselves. I think at that point, if, if do it, if you like, you hear the words "do it." You're just walking around the street. You're like, "Oh, I got to meet Chuck for that dinner date." Wait yeah. a minute! I heard someone say, "Do it." I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. No. If, if you're to that point where the words "do it" are going to make you kill yourself, like all you have to do is look at a box of Nike shoes, right, and you'd right. kill yourself. You know. <laughs> I think if you're at that point, then whatever you hear, you know, you know, sale on uh, men's laundry, right, right. lingerie or whatever, <laughs> that's going to make you kill yourself if you're to that point. Right. So I mean, hell, you could probably listen to any song ever and find something in there that was like, oh, well, maybe that is the line that yeah. made little Bobby kill himself. What it, yeah, when they sue Van Halen, might as well jump. Come yeah. on. All right. Right. Was, yeah. <laughs> or, uh, you know, uh, Hot for Teacher. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I got, got my... Got it made. Got it made. That's how I got... It's got my... It's right there. Got my syphilis from my gym teacher. <laughs> Mr. Pumphrey, you asshole. Oh, wow. This part of the show's been alright. Yeah, that was alright. Why couldn't uh, the first part be? We should never review anything, ever. (laughs) 
but things are good sometimes. Yeah, I like the review, and that's fun. I do too. Uh, well, you know, the book was also possibly the shortest thing that we've ever read so far. Yeah. So it makes me realize because I, I was thinking about maybe occasionally reviewing something small, like right. something like a a nice one shot or something. That might be a bad idea. Eh, maybe. Maybe, but if it was really awesome, I'm sure we would uh, have tons more to talk about. Then. That's true. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, wrap this up. Probably the shortest episode we've done to this point. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and wrap this up, and we'll be back next week with the host. Yeah. Sweet. Gutter Trash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net, iTunes, Podcast Alley, and FeedBurner. You can also find us at myspace.com slash guttertrash underscore net, seanborn.net, and buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com. Contact us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. We'll see you next time.